It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. You're locked on NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Wednesday, everyone. You're listening to Locked on NHL, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, bringing you all the greatest news about the National Hockey League five days a week right here on this show. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. You can download the Locker Room app from the iOS app store and find one of our Locked on Rooms. Locker Room, it's changing the way we talk sports. Here to talk sports today is me, Sarah Avampato, host of Locked on Kings. Uh, and as usual, I am joined by Tom Gazzola, who is here to uh, give us the breakdown of what is going on uh, in the league. So we're just going to get right into it. And uh, Tom, playoffs are coming up. We are almost there. Uh, we have in our two little divisions in our world, three of four spots in both divisions are clinched. Uh, we're just waiting on the fourth spot in the central and the west to be decided, although mathematically they might as well almost be decided with Nashville and with St. Louis in, in each of the divisions. So I figured today we would take a look at the potential matchups as they stand right now. Of course, there could be some fluctuation because the season isn't over yet, but uh, figured we'd just give our, our best shots at what is going on and who might be emerging from these the first round of the playoffs to the second round. So we will start with uh, the Central. And we've got Carolina, which has the first seed. They can be first or second, no lower than that. Uh, so they are guaranteed home ice in the first round, no matter who they're facing. Uh, but right now it looks like Carolina against Nashville, which uh, I don't know. I think, uh, I think this one's going to be pretty obvious who is going to come away with the win here. Yeah, Sarah, let's not kid ourselves. Good on Nashville for doing what they're doing and, and thrusting themselves into a playoff spot with three games left. I was hoping, and I know you and I have discussed it, I was hoping Dallas would, would really surge themselves and, and take over that fourth spot. And that's the team I thought would be able to make some noise in this really tough uh, top three in the Central. And, and if Net Dallas got in there, I think they would have been able to knock off a Carolina Hurricanes team or a Florida Panthers team. Tampa, maybe not. I know they, they lost them in the Stanley Cup final, but with the Predators uh, almost almost there, I, I know Dallas still has a game in hand on Nashville. I think that this is just going to be a, a tune-up for Carolina or Florida. If Florida manages, well, it doesn't look like they'll probably 
catch Carolina. So I think this will be a tune-up between Nashville and Carolina, and Carolina will walk away and be ready to go for the the second round. And then and then that just tees up an epic battle between the two Florida teams. And you know, even though the Panthers are a little bit ahead of the Lightning in the standings, they've also played more games. So maybe Tampa can take away home ice and get all of that back to uh, get that last change and and the the quicker uh, bench access to the bench and all that. I still like Tampa, regardless of who they face in the first round. And you know maybe that's part of growing pains for the Florida Panthers, but I think the Lightning are are in just a fine spot. They'll be a okay, and if they get the Florida Panthers, I don't think they're too worried. And I think they'll be. Uh, cruising their way to another second round showdown with probably the Carolina Hurricanes, which I think would be a great matchup. But Dallas doesn't get in if they don't, if they don't pull off the miracle. Um, I don't think we're going to see an upset in this division in the postseason. And uh, Carolina can have its way with Nashville. And then we'll see a nice battle between Florida and Tampa. And I think Tampa will walk away with that one. So interesting towards the end but not really as exciting as we were hoping for right yeah i was hoping for a little more drama and right. uh, it's it seems like dallas is uh they've won five of their last 10 which isn't bad but uh compared to the teams above them uh, not so great either uh for for in terms of nashville drawing up a match against carolina is probably their worst possible scenario uh in uh, their their season series isn't done yet. They've still got two games left, but in six games against the Hurricanes, uh, Nashville has yet to win. Wow. So they have they they had one overtime loss. So they have gathered a whole one point. Uh, they've scored nine goals in six games against the Carolina Hurricanes. So while I'm sure that uh, you know if this is the matchup that holds, Nashville is going to think that they you know they're going to come out very motivated because sure. they've done very poorly against this team, but I don't see it. They've done better against the lightning and the Panthers still not great. Um, Nashville's best record is against the Chicago Blackhawks where they've won seven <laughs> of eight. So, you know, if take one look at Chicago's record and wonder what happened to them, apparently the Nashville predators happened to them. Yep. Uh, but, you know, t- talk about like kind of false, falsely inflated stats all of nashville's best games are against chicago columbus and detroit so um you know that that's a pretty easy picking when it comes to the bottom of that division yep. uh, and yeah like you said we're we're headed for a florida versus florida matchup which i think is going to be exciting exciting for that fan for both fan bases really to have some uh interstate rivalry um, but yeah, I, I'm with you. I think that Tampa comes out of that one, but I think Florida makes it tough. I don't think that it's a, you know, four games and out kind of thing. I think mm-hmm. that they, they, they hang on in there. Um, and I, there's a possibility for a surprise upset, but Tampa is just such a well-oiled machine. Plus they're probably going to get back uh, Stamkos and Kucherov uh, hopefully for the playoffs. So, you yeah. know, that'll be a big boost for them as well. That's a good point, Sarah. Tampa's built to win. I like that. And I think we have to remind ourselves of that. So that's, you know, well said. And I totally agree with you. And then we can take a look at the West, which is a little a little closer to uh, some of our area of expertise, too. We've got Vegas, Colorado and Minnesota all holding down the first three spots. And number four goes to St. Louis in all but name only. We, we haven't officially <laughs> clinched, but uh, the Coyotes and Kings can do some damage to each other in their game tonight. Uh, furthering one of those teams to get eliminated. And uh, they're, they're the last one standing. San Jose and Anaheim have both, both been 
uh, mathematically eliminated quite some time ago, but it's going to be St. Louis. There's, there's no miracle that is going to come for either the Kings or the Coyotes uh, mm-hmm. in their last handful of games. So we've got Vegas and St. Louis right now for that first round matchup. Uh, and, you know, that could be interesting because St. Louis figured out halfway through the season how to play hockey finally <laughs> and has been looking real good. I mean, they were terrible. I mean, the Kings yeah. have the best record against St. Louis because they were real bad at the beginning of the season. Uh, but they've looked great recently. They've won six of their last 10. Um, and they've been great on the road, which is a little wild too. So they, they're headed for a matchup with Vegas. And man, it's, it's two teams that I feel like many fan bases just don't like either of them. Do you think the Golden Knights have turned from darlings into uh, a team that's been revered and hated now? Is that is that kind of the, the sense around the league? Like, I like the Golden Knights. I think they play exciting hockey, and um, it was fun. When they were chirping in the bubble last year and mm-hmm. we could hear everything, like, I was like, wow, I, you earned that swagger with three really good seasons. <laughs> and And, like – I'll pay attention to hockey Twitter, mm-hmm. obviously, but uh, I did start to notice people didn't really look at them as like, oh, look at these new guys there. We like them just because they're new and they're, mm-hmm. they've got some gusto and all that. So it seems like that's worn off. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I, I would agree. I feel like the especially maybe this year has like quieted it a little bit because mm-hmm. the, the East hasn't had to see Vegas. So it hasn't had a chance for that fan base to kind of get over it. But I certainly know in, in the West, there's a lot of fans who are like, oh, these guys again. Um, <laughs> and you would uh, say you know, that I, covering I, the Kings, right? Like, yeah, exactly. That's, that's exactly. We continue our look at some playoff speculation coming up next on the show. First, though, let's talk Locker Room. Because Locker Room, if you haven't heard already, it is the first social audio platform made just for sports fans. The app is free to download. And once you're in, you can talk with people like me or other fans, athletes, insiders, bloggers, writers, podcasters, whoever you want, all in real time about your favorite team or your favorite sport. It's a great place to start or join conversations about your team, about the league. If you have real strong feelings on, I don't know, Tom Wilson or something, I bet you can find someone on Locker Room talking about just that. You're going to find fans just like you on Locker Room for things like watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, reactions to big news, rumors, wackiness, big hits, whatever the league is going to do, the New York Rangers, you're going to find discussion about all of that on Locker Room. We have locked on hosts from pretty much everywhere, from the NBA, MLB, NHL hosts, all joining Locker Room. So if you want to talk about things other than hockey too, you can find some locked on hosts there as well. So go download the free Locker Room app, now currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest league updates. I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams, your favorite leagues. There's a lot of great hockey talk on there already, including shows from some of us here at Locked on NHL. So download the Locker Room app today. Locker Room, it's changing the way we talk sports. We've also got Built Bar, which is the absolute most delicious protein bar that I have ever had. It is good for you, which is extra great when you're talking about a nice tasty treat that you're just going to want to uh, chow down on after a workout or before you go run some errands or, you know, when you're hangry in your car and you 
realize that you probably should not go into that errand without having eaten something. Uh, Built Bar is great for all of those things. Uh, they have a ton of amazing flavors, including peanut butter brownie, which is one of my personal favorite choices. Uh, but if you are indecisive like me, um, I certainly... If you ask me on any given week what my favorite Built Bar is, I might have a different answer for you. If you are indecisive, if you want to try all of the varieties, uh, they have a mixed box. So you can get two of each of the nine core Built Bar flavors uh, so you can make up your own mind as to which one you love the most. So not only do they taste great, but they are healthy. They are high in protein high in fiber, low carbs, low sugar. They are just really all around great for you. So go check it out. And you know, I don't know, maybe you're looking for a gift for someone. It is Mother's Day coming up and maybe Built Bar could be that solution for you. Most moms I know uh, are gonna be super into Built Bar. So send a box and uh, you're sure to get in mom's good graces. You can find that out. You can pick a new favorite flavor for yourself or for your mom by going to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I think Vegas should just lean in to being kind of the villain of the league. Right. It, it, you know, the Kings certainly did it during their kind of cup run years. They were suddenly viewed as the kind of big bad guys and you know physical hockey and Dustin Brown and all this stuff and you know they they very carefully cultivated an image that said like yeah we're the bad guys and we're here to win and it'd be interesting for Vegas to to kind of lean into that instead of you know glitzy showgirl glamour look how cool we are you know just be like yeah everyone hates us mm -hmm. us we'll versus the world we're doing yeah yeah, P.S. Here's Ryan Reeves. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> he makes his own beer. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's interesting. Uh, it St. Louis, if they can tap into 2019, okay, maybe they give themselves a shot. But like, we've we've chronicled this, Sarah. You and I over the, the last few weeks. It's like we went from boy, St. Louis might not make it because Arizona was ahead of them. And then the Coyotes just crumbled. They imploded. Mm -hmm. And then we had Oliver Ekman Larson a few days ago putting it all on himself, pointing at his poor performance and play. And, and that's that's a leader, you know, calling a spade a spade, which is mm -hmm. good. But then you can admire that and go like, well, at least he recognizes his poor play. But at the same time, you're going, boy, what happened to the captain of that team? He's mm -hmm. usually a superstar. And mm -hmm. and that's a bit alarming, but I'm sure he'll bounce back next season. But Arizona, just like sand falling through the fingers, like they just let it go. And uh, I'm sure it's disappointing. Um, you know, the fan base there, I'm sure is disappointed. Uh, I know people would make the joke, you know, what fan base there? And there's people that watch them and oh, like yeah. them in, in the Phoenix area, for sure. Absolutely. But St. Louis is going to need to tap into – 2019 if they want to get past Vegas um but they've been so Jekyll and Hyde mm -hmm. that that maybe they won't you know maybe they eke out a win and, and Vegas is you know cruise control for Vegas is pretty darn good and mm -hmm. uh we'll see they might just just like I said with with Carolina they might smash right through St. Louis like Carolina will likely do with Nashville and I think the more interesting matchup is is the one between Colorado and Minnesota Am I am I even wrong to say that? Because I, it just feels like we're not headed mm -hmm. for a ton of really 
intriguing, exciting, mm-hmm. down-to-the-wire first-round matchups in these two divisions. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. Vegas and St. Louis, I feel like that the thing it has going for it is that it might be you know, for people who like the really heavy physical hockey, who like mm-hmm. to see the big hits and stuff. You know, Those are two teams that can bring that to you, and it, it's sure to be you know, an emotional series between both of them. And so I, I feel like that's what we might get out of that one. Colorado and Minnesota is a little more of the finesse kind of, of I'm excited to see uh, Kirill Kaprizov on, on the big stage and yeah. see what he can do in the postseason. It is, it's still, I know we've talked about this before. It feels really weird to have a Minnesota wild team that I'm like, this is exciting, but <laughs> they have been fun to watch. And a lot of that has been driven by Kaprizov and watching them go up against the, the juggernaut that is the Colorado avalanche. Um, you know, Colorado, even with injuries still manages to be just dominant uh, so I, I'm excited to see those two teams match up against each other. Minnesota did okay against the Colorado Avalanche in this in their season series. Uh, actually, no, they did pretty poorly. Actually, I'm looking out the wrong direction. Um, they they won uh, two game, three games against mm-hmm. uh, against Colorado Avalanche so far. But uh, you know, it, it, it's going to be fun that matchup. And yeah, like you said, these first round matchups. There's a little to, to get excited about. Like, I feel like the Florida versus Florida will be fun, mm-hmm. even just because of the, the fact that they're both in the same state. But yeah, there's not a whole ton that I'm like, this is going to be the bet. Like, this is a series that's coming too soon or something. Yeah. Because I feel like in, in the old format, we'd always have, you know, a first round series where you're like, oh man, this should have been the final. And <laughs> that it's, you know, two teams beating up on each other in the very first round. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. We're not headed to anything of, epic proportions in the mm-hmm. first round it doesn't seem like um the one thing i'll say about colorado mini and and you know tell me if i'm off my rocker here but i think the key for minnesota if if they want to beat what is just this formidable avalanche team you got to get to colorado's goaltending although mm-hmm. i think it's slightly improved over last year with the addition of devin dubnik instead of pavel francis as your backup I look at Philip Grubauer's numbers and I go, damn, those are good numbers. But at the same time, there's always that little voice in the back of my head going, yeah, but Tom, is -hmm. Philip Grubauer really that good? (laughs) Is Philip Grubauer the guy that's going to put this team over the top? Or is he just giving them enough night in, night out, which is fine and respectable, to win and let the studs take over? And that might be the key for success in the postseason. But if Minnesota finds a way, identifies a weakness in Grubauer's game, and they expose it, mm-hmm. and and that's the little crack that turns into the huge uh, canyon, if they're able to do that, then I think that's what could turn this particular series. Because I still, despite Grubauer's outstanding numbers, his tremendous season, I go... That's this weakness. That's the soft spot. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Hack the bone, as Lisa Simpson would say. Hack <laughs> the bone. So yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. the one part of that series I'm going to be looking. If they can find out how to get to Grubauer, um, maybe it all crumbles that way. But otherwise, man, that's a stacked avalanche team. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be that's good. That that might be the one series that I uh, tune into a little more than than some of the other ones because of the the potential for it to break either way. Really, mm-hmm. we take a look at the Seattle Kraken 
Coming up next, everyone's favorite team that isn't quite a team yet that is next on Locked on NHL. First, though, if you haven't heard of Wealthfront, let me tell you all about it because investing is complicated. It doesn't matter who you are. If you're a beginner, if you have been doing this for years, uh, it can it can be tough. There's a lot of different moving parts and a lot of things that can be confusing, especially if you aren't an expert in it. So whether you are a beginner or you have been investing for years, Wealthfront makes all of that real easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio and they do all the hard work for you. There's no manual trades, no picking of your own stocks. You don't have to watch the stock market every day. You're not tied down to your computer or your phone watching to see what's going on. Wealthfront automatically handles all of the investing based off of preferences that you control and that you set whenever you uh, set up your, your account there. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion worth of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL. All you need is $500 to get started so you can grow your wealth the easy way. Let Wealthfront do all the hard work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash locked on NHL to start growing your savings. Go to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL and get started today. Now that you've saved all this money, why not go over to betonline.ag and see what you can do with it? BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. The hockey season is headed towards the playoffs. You've got basketball, you've got MMA, all sorts of great stuff is happening in the sports world right now. And you can get all the latest news, odds, and information that you need for all your sporting needs on betonline.ag. So head on over to the website on your laptop, on your mobile device, and check out all that they have to offer, including information on sign-up bonuses and contests that they're running. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prepare for their runs to the playoffs. Head over to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. That's betonline.ag, promo code Locked On. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. We will close with one quick bit of news that uh, I want to get some quick speculation on. We, of course, will spend more time on this subject as we get closer uh, to to the actual date. But Seattle is now officially an NHL team. Woo. They've made their last big payment to, uh, you know, all, all the people who need all the money. Uh, Ron Francis <laughs> is officially a GM. Uh, they can make trades now. They can start signing players. Uh, and that means the expansion draft is coming up very soon. So in our in our last bit of time here together, uh, real quick thoughts. Who are kind of your, if you if you were Ron Francis and you were looking at the the sea of people uh, that are probably going to be available to you, who are you looking to target? What kind of players are you looking to build this team around as you try to replicate the success of the Vegas Golden Knights with your brand new team? Yeah, I'll start with not Milan Lucic, even though he's <laughs> kind enough to waive his no movement clause for the Seattle expansion draft. Mm-hmm. Oh, very nice of Milan. He's a considerate team player. I always enjoyed him when he was in an, an Oilers uniform, but not Milan Lucic. Uh, the NHL is not the type of game that Milan Lucic benefits in, uh, as we witnessed, although he had a good year. Uh, for Ron Francis, you know, uh, that staff has been hard at work for a long time. Uh, Ricky Olchick, his assistant GM, now Jason Botterill is part of that as another assistant GM, and I'm sure they've identified a ton of players, and it's going to be young, fast, skilled players 
players that are probably left unprotected because uh, teams have to keep guys because of no movement clauses, because of contracts, because of players higher up on the depth chart. Uh, but I think that there's going to be young up-and-comers that the scouting staff has identified that they feel they could they could pluck that might surprise some people. And Sarah, I don't feel like there's going to be, at least I don't anticipate, um, another situation where the Florida Panthers lose a Marcia so mm-hmm. and Riley Smith in a double whammy and Dale Talon's head spinning going, what just happened? I don't think that's going to happen this time around. I think a lot of these GMs remember vividly the last go round when it comes to expansion. It was recent enough that most of them were in their, their current positions. But Ron Francis is a smart hockey man. He put together a very good Carolina Hurricanes team that continues to, to flourish, obviously. Uh, his fingerprints are still all over that team because it wasn't that long ago he was their GM and put a lot of those pieces in place. So I think we're going to see something similar to that, like identify some really high-skilled players with a ton of potential that were left exposed. And he's going to go for speed and skill. And, and now he's going to provide that opportunity to young up and coming NHLers ready to take the next step. And I don't, I don't know if they're going to catch lightning in a bottle the way Vegas did, but who knows, who knows, but it's going to be a little bit different, but uh, I, I don't foresee Milan Lucic in the <laughs> Seattle crack in double tone of blue with that red trim. So uh, it's going to be interesting. We'll see what happens, but uh, yeah, I feel like, a lot of these GMs are buttoning it up compared to last time around. Yeah, we're not going to see another uh, please take Shea Theodore kind of deal. I oh. don't think that, uh, yeah, that 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 one, I think, should be coming back to haunt the Ducks. Maybe that, that's what, what has cursed them every, you know, every day of letting that guy walk away. I think that, yeah, people are a lot smarter and I think are going to just be like, you know what, Seattle's going to take who they're going to take and we're not yep. going to do gymnastics to, to protect some guy. But yeah, right. I think you're right. There are a lot of young players who are kind of stuck in that middle, uh, that, that middle part of their their career of not quite being good enough for a regular, everyday NHL job, or their teams are just too stacked or have just don't, don't have the roster space for yeah. them. But they're too experienced to uh, you know be exempt from the draft, and uh, it, we could see a lot of people kind of flourish, um, like uh, William Carlson, who was yep. okay in Columbus, but just exploded once he got to uh, to Vegas and. It's because he was given an opportunity that he wasn't going to get on his previous team. So it, it's going to be fun to watch. I'm hoping that uh, as someone who loves the city of Seattle and uh, can't wait to get back to visiting there once uh, fun travel becomes a thing again, I'm hoping that they are a fun team to watch, a good team to watch, and that they uh, don't sweep my team in the first round of the playoffs in their first year of existence, <laughs> therefore making me hate them forever. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Memories, memories. Hey, uh Couple things, Sarah. Um, Shea Theodore, good point. A tremendous, fantastic defenseman to watch. Uh, I love the Tyler Sagan hype video when mm-hmm. he came back from injury. I hope we see more NHL players embrace that personality side of things and document the story. I think that that was great. You know, love him or hate him, Tyler Sagan, whatever. He's a very good hockey player. And I loved what he did there. And I hope that kind of creates a path for more NHL players to go that route. And then on top of that, uh, you want to talk about Saga? 
Wait until we see the NHL versus the New York Rangers after this whole Oof. debacle with Tom Wilson and the statement. I think the statement's going to be better than the game tonight. Oh, uh, yeah. The fallout from the statement and what the league does with it, that's going to be the drama. Oh, boy. Yeah, that is certainly going to be something that uh, gets dived into all week long here on Locked on NHL because yes. uh, no matter what happens tonight, no matter how the league responds to that uh, yeah, shot across the bow from uh, – from from the Rangers there, uh, it, it's going to be – this one isn't going to go away, no matter how much I think all sides would like it to just sort of uh, disappear. I think that having the New York Rangers, uh, you know, original six franchise, a team that doesn't make particularly strong statements about anything very no. often, uh, come out and call for the job of the head of player safety. Uh, man, that's uh, – all that's of bold. the internet was just like, Wow. <laughs> Yes. And here's the other thing. Here's the, the cherry on top, Sarah. It's like there's a few teams in this league that have some per- persuasion. And and it's you know because of the revenue they generate, because of how long they've been in the league, because their presidents or their GMs are so well uh, thought of and have a ton of clout. New York is one of them. The Rangers are one of the darlings that get a lot of favorable calls not from the officials but from the league uh they have some sway and uh matt cassian a former nhl or tough guy that's on my pre and post game show he's our game analyst he, he pointed it out he's like you've got the new york rangers you've got the pittsburgh penguins chicago blackhawks toronto maple leafs montreal canadians for a little bit of time it was the la kings these are teams that have pull when it comes mm-hmm. to the head office and now all of a sudden i wonder if that kind of creates a fracture in that relationship and Gary Bettman doesn't look as favorably on the New York Rangers after this statement, it's going to be interesting. Buckle up because we're in for a little bit of a show. I think unless Bettman handles it all behind the scenes and slaps them with a, a huge fine and and Mm -hmm. has a, a talking to with the organization, but they're a team that generally gets what it wants. And this, this might, this might change that relationship. Yeah, one thing that I saw on Twitter was some it was speculation of did the Rangers go rogue or did they talk to other teams first? Did they talk to some of their other colleagues essentially before uh, putting out this statement? And I, I could see it either way. I could see the Rangers just being like, you know what? Yep. We're the New York Rangers. Yep. We're just going to do it. Yep, exactly. Well said. Exactly. Who knows? Yes. But uh, get your popcorn. Get your popcorn. <laughs> yeah, it will be an adventure, and I uh, am very curious to see how it all plays out or if the league is just going to kind of try to ho- hope it just goes away on Oof. its own, which uh, I don't think it will. But we, of course, will keep tabs on that uh, as it unfolds and, of course, keep your ears right here on Locked on NHL uh, because we'll be sure to be discussing whatever comes next out of uh, all of this uh, all of this drama uh, all thanks to uh, Tom Wilson doing Tom Wilson stuff. Uh, that is it for us today. We'll be back next week. There are, of course, Locked on NHL shows five days a week. Here, though, so you can keep listening. Uh, I can be found on Twitter at Right Said Sarah. The show is on Twitter at Locked on NHL Pods, uh, so you can follow along with all the cool stuff on the network. Tom, where can people find you? Find me at Tom Gazzola, two Zs on Twitter. And uh, if you really want to tap into that Oilers Storyline on TSN 1260. Uh, 
every pre and post game. So good times in oil country right now. Indeed. By the way, Sarah McDavid, hundred points this Saturday. Book it. Amazing. Just yep. absolutely wild that he's going to do that. Just, I can't believe, I mean, I can't believe it because he's Connor McDavid, but filthy, <laughs> just ridiculous. And yep. he, he makes it look so easy. I wish that like everything I did was that easy. Yeah. Casual six points in two games. No yeah. big deal. No eh, big yeah. deal. Yeah. See you on Thursday. Yeah. He says, can't wait to see that happen. That's going to be a huge moment for for him and uh, for the Oilers when he hits that, because that's just unreal what he is doing this season. Uh, I'm sure later in the year we're going to talk about our uh, awards favorites, and uh, we're just going to hand that the MVP to Connor McDavid <laughs> right now. Just no question. White uh, so gloves we- and shine it up. Yep, mm-hmm, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's all his. So we will, of course, keep track of that too. Uh, make sure you're following this show on your favorite Spotify app or on your favorite podcast app of choice. If you listen via Apple or you usually listen via Apple, there's some sort of problem that's making our shows not appear in feeds. Uh, but uh, just know that we're aware of it and Apple is aware of it. And hopefully that'll be fixed soon. Until that is fixed, you can listen to us on other podcast apps, Spotify, Google, the new Odyssey app, wherever your podcasts, uh, this show is is available there for you. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow and uh, every day this week on this show on Locked on NHL. Until next time, this has been Locked on NHL, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked on Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.